don't think I put enough emphasis on mindset and time blocking. So I would say focus, 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 and, and make sure you have a clear vision of where you're going to go. The 80, 20 principle is, is very important and very true in all, in all scenarios. So focus on mindset, focus on where you want to be. Are you a real estate investor looking to sharpen your skills or a newbie looking to become one? You're in the right place. Welcome to Where Should I Invest? Real Estate Investing in Canada with your host, Sarah Larby. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Where Should I Invest? You are listening to a great podcast. And you know what? I'm recording this from a great spot, too. I am overlooking the water right now at my cottage early September it's pretty quiet the kids are back in school I took a week off so I can get some work done and I'm super excited because today you are going to meet somebody that's a key part of my team Dylan Suter he is an investor but he's also my realtor when I buy properties in Hamilton and he helped me purchase the triplex that I bought this past May. And uh, it's just really sharp. We put lots of feelers out there. We, uh, we had an offer on one in Burlington, but again, there's like nine offers on it. So we didn't get that, but he is quick. As soon as there is something that meets my criteria, he is calling me and sending me the info. I mean, this guy, I think he like, I don't even know how he does it, but it feels like he is just an energizer bunny always going and going and going. I mean, he's got, I don't know how he does it. He's just got so much stuff on the go and he's always just on the ball, which is really awesome. And he's got a bunch of amazing events that he's putting together as well. And you guys are able to attend. He is also speaking at the September Right Club event and also hosting a full day on October 5th for the Right Club. And a few of his own that he's going to tell you guys about which is really awesome but you know what the really cool thing is, is that dylan dylan is i don't know how he's he's done it but you guys will hear about it through the podcast but he is probably the fastest growing investor that i've met or that i know i mean he went from like zero to 60 to 70 properties with a bunch more. I think it's like 200 plus units out of those 60 to 70 properties. But he just did that like in the last couple of years, which is amazing. And so for those of you that don't know how to get started, I mean, this is a great story. This is a great success story. I know Dylan has strategized on how he gets financing and how he finds the money. But, you know, this guy is the real deal and so i'm super excited about that and if you guys are interested in coming out to hear dylan speak at the club or at his event that sounds really awesome that he's putting together as well feel free to reach out to myself and uh, i will get you a ticket if you haven't been out to the right club yet and it is your first time send me a message everybody gets to come in as their first time complimentary as long as they reach out and uh let us know. Ask, ask for what you want and uh, and you shall receive. So <laughs> I am super excited and hopefully you guys enjoy the podcast. If you have any questions or you wanted to reach out to me as well, I love getting emails. I mean, I definitely respond to each of them myself. It is me that you are going to be hearing back from. It might just take me a week to, <laughs> to get back to everybody, but I really do appreciate the emails. I appreciate hearing about your success as well and what you've been doing and how the podcasts have helped you or even what you would like to hear from 
the next podcast because these are meant to help educate and to give you the opportunities to get that education while you're driving, while you're doing the chores that you may not want to be doing. Hopefully you can hire them out at some point. But essentially, you know, if there's something that you want to hear about, let me know if there's something that you are struggling with. Let me know. And, uh, you know, if I can help you in any way that I can, that would be awesome. And I'd be super happy. So let's listen to our interview and feedback is always appreciated. Thanks, guys. Welcome, Dylan Suter. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. So for those of you that may not know, Dylan is my realtor who has helped me buy my latest triplex in Hamilton. Super excited to have you, Dylan, on the show today. So first things first, can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do when it comes to real estate investing? When it comes to real estate investing, so how far back do you want me to go? Like when you started the, the agent side and then kind of transition or just focus entirely on investing? Sure. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. So I guess I, I, uh, I, I time block very diligently to determine exactly where I'm going to spend my time. And so my, my day job is my real estate as an agent. And obviously my investing is, is what I do after hours, what I do on the side, but it is something that I put a lot of passion and a lot of emphasis on because there's a saying time is money. And it's been brought to my attention numerous times that time is not money. Uh, time is convertible into money. And so it's what you do with that time that will end up determining whether it's going to be profitable so when it comes to real estate investing, I got into real estate investing about 12 years ago, my student rental when I was going to university, it was when my mom helped me out with it. And uh, after that, I just kind of got my feet, my feet wet and kind of started going down the road of real estate investing as a full-time investor. Started buying a couple of new builds, uh, did a flip, did a multifamily conversion. And then uh, about two years ago, I met uh, who's now my business partner and uh, has allowed me to scale my real estate investing portfolio to a fairly large portfolio. And it was really all about kind of giving back and helping at that point in time. And I, I shared something with him that was able, enabled him to grow multiple businesses, 10x really, for lack of a better term, in a short period of time. And then we reconnected, like I said, about two years ago. And at that point in time, we had a very similar mindset and we understood where we had very similar goals. We understood where we wanted to go. So we put our head together and kind of created a GPS and we just started buying. So we, uh, we kind of found the private lending, found the power team and put the plan in place and haven't turned back since. Wow, that's amazing. Now, you're probably, if I have to think of one person that scaled up the fastest, you're the one that I, that I think of first. I mean, two years ago to today, I mean, your whole portfolio, your whole life, everything looks and, and seems like it's completely changed and you've got multiple, multiple properties and you, you did it so quickly. And I want to go back because you mentioned it was mindset part of it. There's a lot of, of other factors and the success in real estate is often related to your mindset and it's related to, to how you view things and, and, you know, not particularly the assets per se. Like, how did you go from zero to, you know, how many properties do you have? Like 60, 70 <laughs> at this point? Yeah. I mean, just over 70 properties in total. And over the last year, 66 properties for 215 doors. I had to write that down because I had to calculate it before because it tends to change on a weekly basis. Yeah. So I guess you say that you say it's scaled up and my life has changed. And I, I definitely agree. But I'll, be, I'll say that I've been working on my mindset for five years. I've been investing in myself. I've been investing time into education, investing money into education and and it got to, it kind of got to a head a year and a half years ago where I said, I've spent a ton of time and a lot of money on this and I'm not taking action and enough is enough. I'm going to take massive action. So 
I, uh, I started to down the road of, of kind of taking this massive action and buying these properties at, at large scale. And uh, it's turned into a, a large portfolio. Now, I also want to focus heavily on the fact that that hasn't come with a lot of, that hasn't come with no stress and, and just kind of been easy. It's, it's been very challenging. There's been a lot of bumps in the road. There's a lot of hills to climb. And that's where mindset is very, very valuable and very important. If I don't know where I want to go and I don't have the goal and I don't have the, the idea, then, and I don't have somebody that keeps me on track, then I'm never going to hit that goal. So it's always about auto-correcting. Autocorrecting. I'm sure you've heard about the plane. If you started off in one spot, they're kind of correcting, correcting, correcting. Otherwise, they're going to drift off into a different location and never ended up where they want to go. It's very similar like that to that in real estate investing. We're always correcting. We're always adjusting. We're always changing employees or changing staff members or refining a system, refining some kind of tool, bringing in new people, getting rid of old people, kind of getting rid of properties. And I think that started with my personal portfolio, which I'm liquidating and selling most of because I learned how to do it the wrong way. So what we're doing now is we have a, a we have a strategy, we have a focus, and it's buy, renovate, refinance, but it's buy, renovate, refinance with multifamily conversions, small multifamilies. So we take single family duplexes, triplexes, and maximize their use based on their zoning. So we'll take a single family home and put three units in it, um, maybe up 600 square feet when we start, and then we underpin it, put a second floor on, and do three units, right? So we do it all based on city zoning and bylaws and everything's done to code. And there is obviously some hiccups with there as well. However, everything is done legally. So that way we don't have to worry about down the road, especially at this scale, the city coming around, finding one of our properties, looking at the corpse, seeing those 20 properties in that corporate saying, wait a second, we're going to go investigate all 20 of those corps. And now all of a sudden we have 20 properties. We have to kick out tenants because we didn't do it legally. That is very cool. So, so you started off doing something different and then you got into this multifamily conversion. Now, how did you learn what you needed to do? Was it trial and error? Was it working with experts? Was it a mentor that just helped you just figure out what the right strategy was for you? How did that all happen? It's funny you say that because it's, uh, I have to give a lot of credit to your club and, uh, and Daniel and yourself and Alfonso and everything that you guys have brought to the table. I actually went to a program called the Flipping Formula in 2016, 2017. It's an American company, very similar to Legacy or Keyspire. It's one of those kind of programs, year-long program. We paid $72,000 for it. I was in the middle of a flip at the time that I didn't know what I was doing with. And I was like, this real estate investing thing, this sounds kind of fun. This sounds cool. And people were talking about it. And it started with Flipping, flipping Formula. And the one thing I took out of Flipping Formula, so the $72,000 expense, for one lesson and it was to look into local events look in, look into rain look into meetup groups which turned into uh soul right which is now the right club and just kind of starting to go through there so i ended up in i ended up basically going myself without an invite nothing i just showed up at rain one day a few years back and i met adney and adney introduced me to daniel and so that was i think the second right club and so that's it's kind of the ongoing joke that i've made it to every right club except the first um <laughs> it was uh, i ended up hitting rain right after your first meeting and uh, I would say just fully investing myself, being at every meeting, making sure that when you do your networking breaks, you're networking and not over grabbing a coffee in one of the bathroom and running away. You actually spend the time talking to people, surround yourself around people that are like-minded, that are thinking the same way, that have similar goals. So realistically, you want to take it, take what is relatable to you and run with it. And then obviously other areas you need to pass off. Otherwise, you're going to be scattered and, and try 10 different strategies. Um, and so it started off at the right point. Um, it really truly did. So it started off doing that when all your, your full day seminars, I mean, I think you have one coming up on October 5th. I'm pretty sure you have one coming up on October 5th. <laughs> yeah, that you're actually uh, running with us as well. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, so it's, it's a lot of those. I mean, yeah, you can spend the, the big money on Keyspire or Flipping Formula or Legacy or Stepin or whatever you want to do. And I, I do do that as well. 
However, it, it's a lot of the, the entry level stuff. You can spend 30 bucks or 40 bucks or 50 bucks to go to their weekly meeting, go free realtors hosting, or you do a full day event for hundred bucks, 200 bucks. And you start with that. You kind of build up, build up. And then as you, you decide you want to scale, then you can jump into the larger programs. And so that's what I did. I kind of just did everything all at once. And that's why I say I, I did tons and tons of education. It was finally time to take action. I invested so much into myself. I said, I think I'm, I'm good with this. And I met my power team from your, your groups and from your meetups. And it was just time to jump in and go. So that was a big point. And then I would say that with Keller Williams, I mean, being an agent at Keller Williams has also helped me tremendously because it changed the way I think. There's a saying we have around here, change the way you look at things and the way you look at things change. And so it's basically the, the way you're looking at something can, can have a big effect on the outcome. So I even say this when I'm doing listing presentations is I can say, oh, well, your house backs onto this ski hill. It's going to be great. Your kids can walk over and go skiing anytime. So you got to think of that in all capacities, whether that be real estate investing, real estate as an agent, whatever business you're doing mindset, wherever you're going. So that's, that's really big. And the one event that I went to in Keller Williams that Kristen Cole spoke on was actually, she brought up the five people you spend the most time around and your mentors. And she challenged me. She wrote down a physical mentor, a business mentor, an economical mentor, and a spiritual mentor. I can't remember the fifth mentor, but you write down these five mentors and you, you basically state who they are and who you'd like them to be. So in your life, who is that person that you talk to on a regular basis that you spend that the most time around that is spiritual or is physical or whatever it may be. And then if you were to be where you want to be in five years, who was that person then? And I remember at that point in time, writing down Tony Robbins, writing down a couple of colleagues in, in the area that, uh, that I wanted to be around. And I look back on that, that was two years ago now. And those people are some of my closest friends. And now those people are, are in my life because I've made the effort to go and speak with them and network. Where should I invest with your host, Sarah Larvey? We'll be right back. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a quick moment and pause the podcast interview here because I wanted to introduce you to Dahlia Barsoom of Streetwise Mortgages. I am a big believer, as you guys probably have heard, work with a mortgage broker. They are going to help you scale. And when I was first growing in real estate investing and looking to buying my second property and my third property, I was going directly to the bank then. I hadn't met Dahlia yet. And I actually was hitting a roadblock when it came to financing because the bank started asking me for 25% as the down payment. And then for my third property, they wanted 35%. And it was really, really hard for me to A, understand why it was creeping up like that. And B, I didn't have 35% to put down. I had 20%. And luckily, I actually met Dahlia at that point in time. And Dahlia is actually an investor herself, and she's works with many, many investors. And she knows all the pitfalls and the barriers that normally come up with dealing directly with a bank and all the different lenders. And Dahlia was actually able to not just find me proper alternatives, but I've got nine properties now, and I'm still able to get financing with A lenders, and it allows me to be able to scale up without hitting the financing wall. And so she's been a tremendous help. So the other thing I really, really enjoy is Dahlia also does a free goals analysis. So if you go to either my website or her website, streetwisemortgages.com, mention the podcast and ask for the free goals analysis, it was a game changer for me. And it allowed me to actually understand what I needed to do, how many properties I was going to get because of the cash flow that I was looking for. If you guys wanted to reach out to Dahlia, 
You can reach out to her by email, which is info at streetwisemortgages.com, or you can actually reach out to her on the website at streetwisemortgages.com, and then just go to the contact section. And you can also call her at 1-800-208-6255. Thanks for listening and back to the show. Back to the show. Where should I invest? Real estate investing in Canada with your host, Sarah Larvey. Very cool. So you're probably one of the busiest people I know. I mean, you've got tons of flips going on or birds going on at the same time. And you've got your realtor job. You're, I mean, you're, and you're always networking. How, and you know, you've got a family or a girlfriend at home as well. Like, how do you actually manage your entire life? Because like, I send you sometimes emails and you're responding or texts you're responding like within minutes. <laughs> so how are you doing? And I know you're working with a lot of investors too. Honestly, that's, it's almost to a, it's almost to a fault. I mean, I'm up at four o'clock almost every day and uh, I try and get to bed for 10. Doesn't usually happen. So it's usually 11 or 12 that I'm sleeping. So four or five hours sleep a day. Four o'clock until seven o'clock in the morning, I really try and spend time on me, pouring into myself. Don't pour into yourself first. You're never going to be able to give yourself fully to someone else. So from four o'clock till seven o'clock, I focus heavily on pouring into myself with reading, meditating, uh, journaling, uh, affirmations, definitely exercise is a huge component to it. And then from seven o'clock until nine o'clock, that's when I have a lot of, I'm on, most of the time I'm driving to the office or I'm driving to showings or whatever it may be. So that's where I schedule a lot of my, my coaches and my mentors. So right now I'm currently working with four coaches and I have three mentors I work with on a weekly basis. So I also have a mentee that I'm working with. And so every day, Monday to Friday, um, between seven and nine, my phone is like to my ear and I'm basically on, on the phone while driving. Um, and then from nine o'clock until I guess nine o'clock is uh, pour into others. And that's where I, I really focus my energy and my attention on making sure that I get back to every email, get back to every text message, get back to every voicemail. I will say that as, as I'm getting busier and as things are picking it up, I need, I need to leverage more of that because it is very challenging for me to stay on top of everything. But yes, it is, it's all about focusing on pouring myself, then having others pour into me is what I call it, which is my coaching and mentoring. And then from nine to nine is, is pouring into others. And that's where I, I really focus my time and energy on those blocks. And time blocking is massive. I mean, in my calendar, I have every 15 minutes to 30 minutes is a time block, individual line. And, and, I, and if I miss it or I change it, then I change it my calendar as well. Because at the end of the year, I send that up to my virtual assistant. I give him my full calendar and I ask him to break down all the colors and put like, okay, green, there was 300 hours. Yellow, there was 500 hours. And I break down each of those categories because they all have a category. And I say, how many times did I spend on listing and buying appointments? Money producing real estate agent activities, this much. How much time did I spend on other real estate activities? This much. How much time did I spend on personal? This much. And so I can determine my dollar per hour, especially at my painting company as well. So what's my dollar per hour there? Real estate investing was my dollar per hour there. And I'll be cutting and I'll adjust. So I'm planning my next year based on what provided the highest dollar per hour or what offered the highest satisfaction, whether that be time or gratitude or money, whatever it may be. Very cool. So that is a, a really interesting way of doing it. And uh, that's probably why you're able to, to be on the ball with so many things. Now, you did mention virtual assistant. I'm guessing that you need some assistance in some capacity to help you with everything like what does your team consist of oh that's a loaded question so there's a team <laughs> behind there's a team behind everything i couldn't do what i do right now without my executive assistant kim she's amazing and there's i get compliments every day from, from clients and from friends that say hey she was great i mean i just did a try a try the other day on uh, saturday and i had a couple 
friends that joined me to do the their first mini triathlon. And if Brian and Spencer want to be registered as well, register them and they can email transfer me. So she basically takes care of everything. It's just leverage, leverage, leverage. So she's my executive assistant, does a lot of personal as well as business stuff. We have agents on the team that are that are awesome and, and really uh, back me up on open houses and on showings and walkthroughs. I have a showing assistant that uh, does all of my architectural walkthroughs. I mean, there's no point in you or I being there. Realistically, we don't have much to say. It's, it's what can be done legally. We're not the experts, so let's leave someone else to do it. My painting company, I have a couple of awesome managers and, and some great staff there as well that I don't really have to spend a whole lot of time on. And then I have a virtual assistant that I, uh, I give to, to Kim to leverage off as much as we can. So any of the tasks that he can do from the Philippines, he does, and, and it kind of reduces my cost. But he also believes in the vision. He sees the big picture and he knows where I'm, where I'm going and where I want to be and the impact that I want to have. And so he basically does whatever he can. He helps with preparing or uh, he helps with kind of some of our designs. And so he's, he's really good that way. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I also have a, a virtual assistant from the Philippines and uh, they're such hard workers and <laughs> who helps me with this podcast, actually just all the editing and, and piecing it all together. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I love him. He's great. And you know what? I actually worked with him uh, a while back and we were looking at actually opening a virtual assistant company because I had a number of people that asked me about, oh, how do you leverage your time? And it's like, well, virtual assistants can do a lot of what we do here. And so it's, it's almost like when someone comes to me and says, hey, I'm overwhelmed. It's great. Well, how about you hire a virtual assistant for 10 bucks an hour or whatever it may be? Oh, how does that work? And well, actually, I have the company that does that. So that's part of the vision is, is making sure that I have each step of the process for my agents and for my, my clients and for my other businesses to make sure that everyone can be taken care of. And there's always a touch point, always communication that can be, uh, can be helped. That's awesome. So you've got a few different events that I know that you're putting together, some of them with us, some of them that you've got that sound like they're going to be amazing. Can you just talk? Because you've got so much stuff on the go and you've got events that you're planning as well. Can you talk to us about those events? Absolutely. So September 18th, I'm pretty sure if you haven't attended the right club, uh, you should. I will be speaking uh, on the September 18th event on how to scale to 215 doors in a year or how I scaled the 215 doors in a year. So if you want to get more information on this podcast and what we're talking about today, you can do that. Alternatively, there is October 5th, which is basically an event that I'm hosting with some of the other key members of, of the Right Club. Because of how I've been able to scale, I said, okay, what was my power team? So why don't I bring some of those experts together that I met through the Right Club and open it up to other people. And so we're opening that up for a full day event on the power team to find out how to buy your property, uh, how to structure your corporation if you are going to do a corp, how to do your tax and accounting. So we have all the questions and answers as well as walking you through that process. And then the event that I'm, another event that I'm really, really excited for that's outside of the right club, it's coming up November 11th and 12th, Mindset and Miracle Morning was something that really changed my world a couple of years ago. Uh, Miracle Morning is written by Hal Elrod. He's also written The Miracle Equation. And so we've actually hired Hal Elrod to come out and be the headliner for day two on November 12th. So I'm really excited to share Real Estate Growth Summit. And Real Estate Growth Summit is basically set up for real estate agents, real estate investors, uh, everyone in the real estate like area, mortgage brokers, appraisers, anyone who's interested in learning more about real estate. We have a couple of panels going on about how technology is going to adjust on the future of, of real estate. Uh, we have panels on rookie agents and how to, to get into real estate. So if you're new to real estate or you're looking to get into real estate, you can learn all about how rookie agents do really, really well and what they do to scale up their business. We have John Montgomery, who is a live professional auctioneer and he's the gold medalist for Skeleton in Vancouver. And he's also going to be doing our live auction on the charity event. And then we have Nick Kushma, who is the top Facebook strategist in the world. Kelly Manateas, who's speaking on emotional intelligence. So it's going to be a really jam-packed couple of days. 
It's going to be 9 to 5 on the 11th and 12th of November. And then the evening of the 11th, we're actually going to do a charity event. And this idea all started from wanting to raise $250,000 in our small Keller Williams Young Professionals chapter. So our under 40 group in Keller Williams. And we wanted to raise as much money as possible. And we started off with 10 grand, turned into 25 grand, turned into $250,000. So this event, it, uh, we're looking to sell it out. And tickets right now are on sale. They've been on sale for a little while. And I could do uh, $50 off for a couple of weeks if, if people were interested in going and checking it out. Okay. So, so where do they go to sign up? Well, I can share the, the link in your show notes. It is okay. uh, realestategrowthsummit.com. And I can share the link as well as we can put a, uh, a little coupon code. Why don't we call it Sarah Larby? Just one name. We put Sarah Larby and, and that'll be a discount code. I can apply that for two weeks from the day this goes live. And, uh, and we can do a $50 off get, uh, discount code for that. That's amazing. Thanks, Dylan. I appreciate it. I'm sure the listeners will as well. So that's really cool. And, and you know, again, you're just doing so much. It's just so incredible to see you. I don't, I don't even think you're, I mean, I don't want to, say your age on here, but like, I don't even think you're over 30 at this point. Is that, am I correct? Or did you just turn 30? No, I'm not quite 30. That's coming in next year. 2020, I'll be 30. <laughs> that, I mean, that's incredible. I, that's an, so congratulations on your success thus far. And you mentioned, so you, you mentioned that you've closed on like 60 to 70 properties. I can't remember what number you said exactly, but you've got 200 and change that you've got coming. So can you explain, so somebody that might've been listening to this whole entire episode and said, Oh, well, you know, like he's got 60 to 70 and then now he's talking about 200, you know, where's the Delta coming in? So I'm going to actually share my org chart on September 18th at our event, uh, the right club. Um, so I'm opening it real quick here. So basically uh, there's a hold code that holds, holds a bunch of other hold codes. And I have my five personal properties, which is six doors. That's in my personal name. And then with uh, Robbie, my one partner, I have five corporations and those five corporations have 13, 21, six, six, and 18 property each. I have another partner that I have a new apartment closing September 26th. That'll be our first apartment building, which I'm excited about. And I have another partner that we just actually purchased our first property. That's going to be a triplex. So all of those are hundred percent financed, different strategies, different ideas. Uh, the apartment building, for instance, I do have a kind of a capital investor that we structured in a way that was almost a, a third partner, but it's, it comes as a, a loan, a portion of a loan. So different ways to be creative and, and different ways to finance deals because he's basically like, well, you need a million and a half, here's a million and a half. And if you find more, then we can give you another million and a half. So the burr isn't as important to him because it clearly the, the money's there. It's just a matter of making sure the numbers work. And that's something that I would definitely say to all your listeners as well is when I first got into real estate, it seemed like money was the hardest thing to come by. And even now, I mean, with, with the scale that we're going, it's, it's always a conversation. We always have to have that conversation and you always need to ask, are you a private lender? What, what rates do you lend out at? What are your RSPs doing? You may need to talk to hundred people. You may need to talk to 500 people to find the money you want. Although if you're really passionate, you have a clear vision and you know exactly what you want to do and the numbers work on a deal, there's always someone willing to invest. I mean, I can put that same question back to you. You're on this, you have this podcast, you have your, your coaching and training program. How often do you have someone come up to you? I mean, I know you have a ton of people looking for a realtor that I get calls on all the time. So how often <laughs> do you have someone saying, Hey Sarah, I got some money and I want to partner with you. I mean, that's, that's a consistent conversation, is it not? Yeah. I mean, you know, money is not as hard to get or to find as people think. It's, it's what terms and then what terms the JV is looking for. Personally, for me, I mean, I'm still qualifying for financing and I still have some of my own money. So, you know, I probably wouldn't consider a joint venture unless they were bringing both of those things to the table. And 
again, it depends on their circumstances because the way I look at it, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this personally for uh, a very long time and, and full time and a long time horizon. And so I would consider the right partner, but I'm not necessarily out there looking for joint ventures, but I do get questions and requests. And like, I, I am considering some of them again for the right partner. Like I just, you know, our goals and everything have to match and our time horizons have to match. And there's a lot of those things, but it's actually like harder, I think, to get financing than money. If I had to pick one of the two or like deals, actually, it's the hardest thing to get deals because <laughs> I know you're looking for, for like a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're always looking. I mean, I, that's what we have the team out there looking for. And I think it's important to look at also is you mentioned finding the right partner. And I will say right now that part of the reason why it took me so long to, to start buying is because I didn't have the right partner. I wasn't going to force it. And now that obviously I'm, I'm doing the scale that I'm doing, there's a number of people that come up and want to partner and want to grow. If you get in a business with one partner that goes sour and that business can potentially affect all the other business and have a trickle up, trickle down effect, which is unfair to the other partners that you, that you've become really good with. So if someone comes up and approaches me and says, Hey, I want a joint venture. I have money. Let's do it. I dig really deep into that conversation should be around a joint venture, 50, 50 partnership, or if that should be a, you know what, maybe you'd be better suited to be a private lender. Have you looked at giving us capital at 10% or 12% or 8% or whatever the right, the rate may be and kind of structuring it in a way that, that they have no say in what the building is or what the building does. I take full control of that because I am the operating partner, I'm the managing partner and kind of it makes it basically pick whether you want to go down the road of partnering with a number of people or just kind of getting a hard money lender. And my thing is that, you know what, if you want to have a business for the next five years, you want to be a part of that house for the next five years, great. I'll keep recycling your capital for the next five years and you're always guaranteed to get it back. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, then that's a, that's a great point. Just even as in a joint venture, partnership, if you're the money partner, you not necessarily be guaranteed to get that money back. Yeah, no, absolutely. Great, great point for sure. I mean, you know, between JVs or somebody that you can loan out money and then you can give them 10%. I mean, there's definitely tons of different scenarios and tons of different solutions. What's your end game? Just out of curiosity. I mean, you're acquiring tons of properties, like there's no tomorrow, which is awesome. I mean, you're getting good deals on them and, and I've seen a couple of yours and they look pretty awesome. But what is your end goal with all of this? It's a great question. My coach actually challenged me a few months ago. I, he said that your one, three and five year goals are so clear. What are you doing in a hundred years? And so that's, that's been running through my mind a couple of months now. And where do I want to be a hundred years? Where do I see myself? And if I did a hundred year timeline, what would each of those little dashes be? And it was something I never thought about. And it's something I'm sure most of your listeners have never thought about. It's actually a very deep question. And so I started drawing it out. I'm like, well, in the next three to five years, I want to get married. I want to have kids. And when I do that, I don't want to have to work the way I am now. I mean, I am putting 15, 20 hours in six to seven days a week, every single week. Uh, yeah, I take some time away and do vacation, but a lot of it that I take outside of Ontario is actually more training and education and personal growth and development. So I do want, I do see myself being at every field trip for my kids and, and spending time where I don't have my phone around me and I'm not available. And it's really a matter of, of structuring the businesses so that everyone's still getting the level of service they're getting today in the future when I do step away. And so that's, that's why it's kind of a sliding scale because it isn't that three to five years to make sure that business continues on and, and people are still able to get the same level of service. I guess for my end goal, my big thing is I had a dream when I was a child, uh, the Atlantis and Bahamas. I absolutely loved it. And I've since gone four or five times. However, I've wanted to build another Atlantis. So I want to have an island and build out a hotel at a resort similar to that. I had thought of Fiji as an idea. I love Bali. That's another area I love. So definitely something tropical, something warm. 
and building out a, a kind of a, I guess, Disney for, for adults and for kind of traveling. So that's something where I really want to go to. And, and I think the biggest thing that you'll see in the near future is I'll be transitioning more of my time to speaking engagements and uh, training and coaching, as opposed to actually just in sales or, or building out the sales business the way I am now. That's kind of the future for me. I love coaching. I love training. I love seeing people succeed. I love see, seeing people grow. And so if there's something I can do to help them grow and to think bigger and live beyond this potential. And so it really truly resonates with me when I want to stretch people's thinking so that they do think bigger and realize that they can accomplish what they want. They can have the life they want. And real estate investing has just been a very, very, very easy and clear path to that. And whatever that, whatever that means, maybe one house, maybe five houses, maybe 500 houses, I don't know. Um, and for me, there's no real door number. Obviously, every time I put a number of doors or number of properties on, it's more or less just a number and it's almost an ego thing. But it's, it's, not, it's not about the number of doors or about the number of properties. It's more about freedom. And it comes back to that first conversation about time and money and focusing on buying my time back. Um, the money means nothing at, at a certain point. And so it's, okay, well, I want to use the money to buy more time and to buy my freedom and be able to give it back, uh, given multiple different ways, give my time, give my money, give my gratitude. Um, whatever that may be. And uh, so that's, that's really the focus is that to give back and focus my attentions on growing other, others around me and, and really driven individuals, taking them to the next step. Very cool. Awesome. Well, you're very well grounded and uh, you know, it sounds like you know exactly what to do and where you're going. And so it's, uh, it's awesome to see your journey and to, to follow it along. And uh, also don't forget your friends over uh over like me that uh, still needs <laughs> deals. So thank you for still working really, really hard <laughs> to get us deals. We're still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's awesome. All right, cool. So the next part of this podcast is our lightning round. So I'm going to ask you a series of five questions and you're going to give me the first thing that comes to your mind. Ready? Yep. All right. Question number one, Dylan, what is your favorite real estate investing book ever? Real estate investing book ever. I'm going to say... And actually The Millionaire Investor by Gary Keller. I love uh, the MREA and the MREI, Millionaire Real Estate Agent, Millionaire Real Estate Investor. Building my business and systems around that has been massive. Okay, awesome. Number two, favorite podcast? Favorite podcast. Well, yours is obviously up there. I, I love listening to all real estate investing podcasts. I really focus on this one. I kind of I change based on my mood. It's either one of these real estate investing podcasts or now that it's September and football season, I do flip to the fantasy footballers because they're really entertaining and really fun to listen to. <laughs> nice. All right. Awesome. Question number three, what do you do for fun aside from real estate? So it's been really heavily driven towards fitness and health recently. So I'm starting to build up to triathlon and potentially eventually an Ironman. Um, I love mountain biking. I'm out mountain biking in the summer, three, four days a week and usually go at about 5 a.m. Uh, I like to golf. Golf's a lot of fun for me as well. And, uh, and then travel. I'm a big fan of travel. Okay, great. Question number four. If you lost all of your money and your assets tomorrow, how would you start again? <laughs> actually a really good question. So to be honest with you, I had the conversation about, I don't know, six months ago, a year ago, I can't remember who it was with. But I was like, if I was to go bankrupt today, I feel like I could get exactly where I am again in six months. Um, it's more about mindset. It's more about investing in yourself. I, no one can take the knowledge and the experience that I have. And so I guess if I was to, to start all over again, it would be an educate and inform myself to know the steps and, and take action faster because you tend to learn through doing, you don't learn through listening to other people. You might be able to get 40 or 50% of the way there. So I would say take massive action faster. Okay. All right. And last question, if somebody has $50,000 and they want to get started, how would you recommend they spend it? 
education, education, investments, books, maybe even an admin focus on leveraging their time. So when you hire a staff member, you're not hiring them long-term, you're not hiring them permanently. You're hiring a staff member for 30 days, then 60 days, then 90 days in their probationary period. And you're making sure that it's the right fit. So if you have a $60,000 a year employee, you really only need to put aside $15,000 because they're only there for a quarter of the year. And once that quarter of the year is up, if they're not returning three to four times what their, their wage is and in getting your time back to go and sell more houses for me or, or sell more something or whatever that may be, buy more properties, if they're not leveraging your time to give you a three or four time return or greater, then they're not the right fit. And so make sure you don't uh, put the blame entirely on that, that hire, but to make sure that you hold them accountable for those days. Okay. All right, great. So that was it for our lightning round. So Dylan, where can our listeners find you or reach out to you? So they can reach out at info at elevationrealty.ca, E-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-N, realty.ca. Um, they can reach our office at 905-592-4220. We do receive texts to that number as well. They can catch us at the Right Club. And we are uh, the official Right Club real estate sponsor. So for the next year, we'll be setting up with Boots. We'll be doing some street tours as well. Check us out there. Uh, elevationrealty.ca and definitely coming out to our event November 11th and 12th uh, real estate growth summit uh, realestategrowthsummit.ca and we'll share the event right uh, link with you okay awesome any last words of advice or anything else that you would like to let the listeners know about before uh, we leave and finish this interview I don't think I put enough emphasis on mindset and time blocking so I would say focus 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 and, and make sure you have a clear vision of where you're going to go the 80 20 principle is is very important and very true in all in all scenarios. So focus on mindset, focus on where you want to be and make sure you put a plan in place and take action. So come out to our events and happy to have those conversations and guide you in the right direction myself or, or a number of investors and, and colleagues of mine. Amazing. Well, Dylan, thank you so much and congratulations on all your success and being able to scale up in such a short amount of time. And you're proving that anything is possible with the right mindset. So thanks so much for being a great guest on the show and, uh, We'll see each other soon, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure we'll see you at a, a showing sometime soon. Hey guys, before you go, I wanted to ask you a question. What's stopping you from starting or growing your own real estate investment portfolio? I know for me, before I started, I had plenty of reasons. And at the time, they all seemed very valid. But as I started my journey, these reasons slowly fell away. And eventually, only one reason remained. What was actually stopping me was having a proven, actionable, repeatable system. I didn't have that. And the way that was going to change was by investing in myself, learning, listening, and looking for ways that worked. And also, most importantly, discovering what didn't and not making those mistakes again. Fast forward to today, I now have a proven, repeatable series of action steps that has enabled me to build my seven-figure portfolio consisting of multiple homes, and I'm able to manage that in two to three hours a month. Is that something that you would want? Well, I've actually taken all the knowledge I've accumulated and put that into a comprehensive step-by-step -step online program. It's called Rise, and it's a program that will help you from where you are now to where you want to be faster and with less of the headaches that I had. So it consists of all the templates and the resources that I use, plus over 40 instructional videos that you get lifetime access to for just a small one-time investment. And you know, my recommendation is to make the time now to invest in yourself and grow your portfolio to seven figures so that you can bring your retirement dreams closer. If you want some more information about Rise, just go to sarahlarby.com forward slash R-I-S-E to access more details and book your spot.
Thanks so much for listening to Where Should I Invest with your host, Sarah Larby. Make sure to listen in next time. We'll catch you on the next episode of Where Should I Invest.